welcome to our second episode of the BNR Report. Those two. <laughs> Any other languages that you know? Of? Uh, du. <laughs> yeah, French. How about Russian? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not know what that is. <laughs> okay. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, well... Then my name is Beckett, and I'm the B in the BNR report, and I'm 11, and I just have a great time. Well, I'm Robert, and I'm the R in the BNR report, and I'm nine, and I also have a great time. Stop <laughs> copying me. <laughs> no. Robert, uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. We were down in Los Angeles like two or three weeks ago. I, I can't remember. That was not two or three weeks ago. That what? was like one and a half weeks ago. <sighs> really? Yes. We went to the Reagan Library, which is like a place where they, like, like what do they do? At the, like they they congratulate the president and, and show him all the things that you've done there. And also there's a tit- the Titanic exhibit there. Because um because when Ronald Reagan was the president, um the Titanic was found, which is a yeah. giant boat, a giant one, very big, like claimed unsinkable, and then it sunk. Yeah. Well, first it broke in half, then it sunk. That's why it sunk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. But the reason why it mainly sunk was because it hit an iceberg. Yes. Duh. <laughs> also, we went on. Ronald Reagan's Air Force One. Air Force One is like a giant, plane. huge plane that it's that the president, the president goes on, goes on. And, and it's like same, first yeah. class. No, it's yeah. it's it's better than first class. Yeah, and there's also a helicopter that's really. I don't know what that's than... called. Maybe it's called Air Force Two. Uh, <laughs> but Yeah. Um, and we got to go on them, but yeah. we didn't fly in them. We just yeah experienced them inside. What else did we do there? Mm, we went in the pool all the time. No, at the Ronald Reagan Library. <laughs> oh! <laughs> There's not a pool at the Ronald Reagan Library. <laughs> but oh, like. Robert here was the starvingest person in the world. That is not a word, but whatever. <laughs> I'll use it. Starvingest. Yeah, that sounds like a good word. He's the um, hungriest person in the world. Because, but, and then we got to like this call, place called the Reagan Pub there, and and it was closed. It cl- it, <laughs> it closed two minutes before three, we three, got, three, three. three minutes before we got there. Yeah, it was not very fun. Yeah, that that was seriously a great time. But at we we went down to Los Angeles because our. Don't say it. You might give away our mystery. Oh, very true. Because that's who we went to see there. Yes, it's our. So I'm not gonna tell you. Okay, let's get ready to play our game, which is called the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the rules of our game. So, Robert and I will be asking each other questions back and forth. If you get, you can score two. 
if you get the answer correct, you get three points. And if you get the... No. Part of the question. If, no. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly what Robert said. <laughs> Part of the question, then you get one point. And our, your, a perfect score would be... What would be a perfect score? Uh, 16? No, no, no. Yeah, 16. One... Oh, wait, no, no. What am I thinking? Uh, yeah, it's not 16. It's uh, 24. 24 oh. points is a perfect game. Okay, now let's start our game. Okay, I will go first, then Robert, then me, then Robert, then me, then Robert, then me, then Robert. Okay, Robert. The Chihuahua is a breed of dog believed to originate from what country? Uh. <laughs> uh. Glad <laughs> answer. Pass. You can't pass. Just answer. <laughs> Just say a country. Ireland. Huh? Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, that is not correct. It is the correct answer was Mexico. Mexico. The. <laughs> okay, Robert's turn. What subject does Miss Sherman teach in the musical Fame? French, Spanish, or English? Oh, I have no idea what you just said, but <laughs> I'll just guess a link. Wait, wait, wait. French, Spanish, or English? English. Um, I'm going to say French. That's incorrect. No. It's English. Wah, I was going to say wah. that. <laughs> we are English. Okay. All right, back in turn. What was the name of Taylor Swift's first album? Uh, uh, red. Incorrect. It is Taylor Swift. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, okay. I got you so good. How many of the engines can a 747 pilot see from its cockpit window? Is this a hundred? A thousand? No. Zero, a hundred, a thousand. Zero, hundred, or a thousand? Yeah. I'm going to rule out a thousand because I know that a plane does not have a thousand engines. <laughs> Is it a thousand? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say a thousand because I'm crazy. It's zero. No! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, your turn. Okay, name four of the seven dwarfs from Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> From Snow White. Grumpy. One. Sleepy. Two. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's two ones that. Sad. No. Uh. Happy. Correct. Oh, really? You got three. Three. Uh. The answers were you could have said. Sneezy, sleepy, dark, happy, oh. bashful, grumpy, <laughs> or I my personal favorite, dopey. <laughs> uh, dopey, dopey. That didn't sound like seven doors. Mm. Yeah, see, sneezy, sleepy, dopey, dark, happy, bashful, grumpy. Okay, seven. <laughs> what city named it its airport after Marco Polo? Paris, so. Venice, or? 
question anyway what about wait what (laughs) what folk singer was born robert zimmerman what bob dylan david lee roth or me or you yeah um i know it's not you no it's me i'll say i'm saying oh what is his name bob dylan because bob is a nickname for robert so what do you say? Bob Dylan. That's correct! Check it out. a total of uh, six. six points. And Robert has a total of a grand total. Grand, 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 grand of zero. <laughs> and Beckett wins again like he always does. So we have some corrections from the past part of our episode and aurora borellis is actually called aurora borealis borealis not borellis and also robert had one point because because, um he got the seven dwarves question he got three out of the four so he got part of the question right yeah and and also the helicopter that the president flies in is not called Air Force Two. It's called Marine One. Marine One, not Air Force Two. Now we will be having our interview. Da-da-da-da. Okay. So our mystery guests are our grandma and grandpa. (laughs) Okay, so grandma and grandpa, why don't you introduce yourselves? Why don't you introduce yourselves, yeah. My name is Eleanor, and I am Beckett and Robert's grandmother. My name is James, and I'm Beckett and Robert's (laughs) grandfather. (laughs) Okay. So, Grandma and Grandpa, what is it like to be retired? Well, I retired at the end of December of last year, and I'm enjoying it. I'm able to do a little reading. I can do some uh, swimming. Uh, Grandma and I go to the senior citizens' uh, place. We've gone to see a lot of good good shows there, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. 
How about you, Grandma? Well, it's a little different for me because I still do a lot of the same things I did before. I still work in the Assistance League thrift shop and take care of their calendar. Mm-hmm. And I do, and I deliver meals on wheels. So I do a lot of the things that I did before. And then I added some things that I do with Grandpa. Like what? Like going to the Senior Citizen Center. Oh. Okay. What was it like to get your first TV like forever ago? <laughs> well, it was very exciting. We got our first TV, and it had a screen that was 10 inches. Oh, my. And only man. black and white. That's like... And lots of times the channels went off. You just... They had, they had programs, but they ended at 10 o'clock. And some stations ended earlier, so there was nothing on except a design that they called a test pattern. Mm, that sounds wow. very, very hard to live like that <laughs> without the TV that's colored and that works very well. What so how about you, it? Grandpa? What was it well, like we, for you? We then? had a, what's called a Dumont television. Alan B. Dumont was the fellow who found the television station WABD. And like Grandma, mine was in black and white. And then uh, we would come in and watch shows on television like Hopalong Cassidy and um, Roy Rogers and uh, the Cisco Kid. And the thing I liked about it, my mother used to have uh, make us pizza. But pizza, she'd have an uh, English muffin and she'd put Chef Boyardee on it, a little cheese. And those were special times. Grandpa, why don't you tell them about, um, tell them about the color TV you had? Oh, that's right. The television we had was uh, black and white. So what we, my mother and father bought was this screen that had different colors on it. And you put the color on top of the television, in front of the TV, and you get the effect of having color television. Okay. What year did you get your first TV in? Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it was around 1947. Or, no, maybe 47 or 48. So you guys were six. So color TV so came back. So you're six or seven. Fast. It was like I, only 15 years yes. later it was color TV. Well, we got, we got our first color TV in the 60s. Ah. Okay. Okay. So Next what's the most amazing thing you've seen in your lifetime? I mean, like... Your whole entire life. Besides Grandma? No. <laughs> I would suggest to you when people landed on the moon. That, wow. to me, was pretty amazing. And the other thing that was amazing, which is good, was the um, when they had the vaccine, the polio vaccine, because that helped a lot of people who uh, really would get very sick. Were you, like, watching the TV and then, like, watched him land on the moon? Well... We were, and when we landed, we were down in the beach in the Rockaway Point. Oh. And had a, we had a, a black and white television set and it didn't have a full picture. But, uh, so I do remember that, but uh, that yeah. was a special time. One small yeah. step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Who said that? Neil Armstrong. <laughs> How about you, Grandma? Well, Grandpa gave two good ones. Uh, one thing I find is pretty amazing that we have things like this that you guys can do a podcast using computer, using wireless internet. We have phones that you can take with you. <laughs> we used to have phones that you had more than one party on it. So there might be, you might be on it and the Joneses might be on it. 
And we had something called a rotary phone. Yeah. You saw those, It's like, right? are you... Have a dial on it. You yeah. dial the numbers. And we still have one. And people had letters and numbers. Oh, what? Yeah, like my, my grandma's number was, my mom's number was DE11173. Wow. Man, that sounds hard. <laughs> the Fidui. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, this is an only grandpa question. What was it like to be in the army? Like, was it scary or nerve-wracking or anything? No, thank you, Liv. I went in the army in uh, 1963. I was uh -huh. 22 years old. And wow. I had lived at home with my mother and father through high school, elementary school, high school, and college. So yeah. this was the first time I was out there all by myself. Yeah. So it was a good growing up experience. Uh, I was in Fort Dix, New Jersey. And, um, yeah, I think I grew up. Uh, okay. So this is an only grandma question now. So, Grandma, what was it like being on Jeopardy? Well, being on Jeopardy in 1969 was probably a lot different from being on Jeopardy today. Jeopardy is a game show, trivia game show now. Yeah. Yes. It was, in, uh, it was coming from New York, and it was a show that was on in the afternoon at lunchtime. Oh. So when I had two little boys, your Uncle Christopher and your Uncle Robert, and I used to be home at lunchtime giving them lunch, and I put on Jeopardy. And I always thought, oh, I know the answers to these questions. So I sent in a postcard, and they called me to come down for a test and an interview. And the test was pretty easy, and I don't really know how they picked people who got on. I think it had to do with the interview. It must have been my good looks and sparkling personality <laughs> <laughs> that got me on. And, um, and then when you went on the show, you had to go and you had to watch a couple of shows as part of the audience, and then they called you, and um, there were people, you know, the big board that has the questions on, yeah. on Jeopardy? Uh -huh. Well, they actually had people standing behind that to pull the cards up. Oh, yeah. so, so when you said you wanted history for $20, not $200, <laughs> for $20, then somebody behind pulled up the card, and you answered the question. Wow. So it was a little different than today, but it was yeah. a lot of fun. Sounds and although I didn't win, crazy. You got to keep the money, and we got an encyclopedia that all my children did used you, all get, through school. Did you get second or third? What, which one? I got third. Had to bring that up. Did you get $2,000? <laughs> no, you didn't get $2,000. We got what I, what I won on the show, which was, I think, $370. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for, ha for letting, us come, interview. letting us interview, guys, because... We're not, you guys we're are not, very interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that you were on Jeopardy until yesterday, yeah. <laughs> today, now, whatever. Well, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting us to be on your show. You're welcome. And now, sadly, we have to end the show. Uh, thanks, Grandma and Grandpa, for letting us interview you guys. I didn't know she was on Jeopardy. That, that just amazes me. And... Our theme song coming right up, Digital Lemonade, is composed by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. Robert, this time you thank Kevin McLeod. So, thanks, <laughs> Kevin McLeod. <laughs>